Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, it's Wednesday. Ugh. I know it is because we just finished watching Married at First Sight. Now that's the only way I know what day it is anymore at this point in my yeah, life. Yeah. I don't know what year or what month, but I always know the day of the week based on how <laughs> I'm feeling emotionally. Because uh, by the time I start to feel good, it's Wednesday again. I mean, it's true. You shake it off by like Monday night and then you have one good day and then it, yeah. and then it's Wednesday. Um, hi, Mary Redzinski, my Mara Bear. <laughs> hi, girl. <laughs> okay. So it's this episode and then there's, I think there's like one more and then decision day. Okay. One more than decision day, then a reunion, right? Oh my God. I honestly, that's, I wish we could skip everything and just watch the reunions. That's all I care about at this point. I actually, I, like, <laughs> yes. I would like seven reunions. Seven I reunions. I yes. wish we could like, I wish we could go to the reunion. I just wish somehow I, we were allowed to go. I feel like, do you think, well, I was going to say, if we went to the reunion, I feel like a couple of them would smile at us and a couple of them wouldn't, <laughs> you know, like t- including <laughs> the experts. So, I mean, would we be welcome? <laughs> I don't really know at this point. Um, I would definitely want to pick my seat. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're you're right. The experts probably don't love us. But do- I mean, we did tell the world about Dr. Pepper CBD lube in case me- anyone missed that ad. So we... <laughs> You're welcome. Honestly, if we're looking for like a sponsor or some ads here, why aren't we? We should just go straight to Pepper herself and be like, we'll talk about the. I'll use that lube. I'll take a video, put it up on, <laughs> get an OnlyFans. I mean, whatever. I probably I wouldn't use it for what you're an supposed to use fan. it for. I'll, I'll do whatever I need to do. I just want these people to like me. Well, they probably don't, but it's OK. We <laughs> love this show and, you know, we love it. We are passionate about it, just like all of you are. We have the Are You My Podcasters Facebook group. You can find our page on Facebook and then join the group. And it's a fun, fun group, very active. Um, that we, yes, just active. The big thread on Wednesday nights. And then obviously, it's just a fun, nice place to be. There's no fighting. There's no mean people. It's just fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're passionate, but that's yeah, it. Yeah, passionate, opinionated. Everybody's opinions are welcomed. You know, for the most part. (laughs) Um, And then if you you have not rated and reviewed and also subscribe, please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, It helps us. And also when Married at First Sight is done, you will still be getting uh, your episodes knowing that we do other things when this season is over. Obviously, you want to be subscribed. And then we have a Patreon. You get four exclusive episodes a month. It's just fun, fun stuff that we do on there. And we, you laugh with us every Sunday. So do those things. Yes, do those things. I love that you're optimistic and there's some hope in your heart the way you just said um, when Married at First Sight is done, because it's <laughs> never done, Sarah. It's no, never I, done. I feel like it's going to, the season's going to end and then the new season's going to begin like an hour later. So yeah, but no, there will be a little bit of time in between and You're we'll right. have some fun. And I think there's like another episode before Decision Day that's one of those silly ones that's like oh. a recap thing. 
So you can bet um, your sweet ass there's a filler episode here. They're gonna they're gonna drag this thing out. You know, yeah. I mean, that's normal. Totally. Yeah. So be subscribed because we will have an episode still come out that day that will not be that maybe something else. Maybe we'll be watching a different show. Maybe we will be just having some fun. So be subscribed so that you can still listen to us that week, whenever that is, like May 4th or something like that, or that week. Anyway, let's get to this episode. Um, I have no idea who's gonna stay together, by the way. I was going to say, I, my right now, like if I was a gambler, if I was in Vegas, if I, I was in a, a, a room where I could put, put down some money, I think I'd probably just lay down in the fetal position and tell people to let me know when it's over. Cause I have no fucking idea. I know. I was, I had said for a long time, I think we both had that we had this feeling that Katina and Elijah Wan were going to stay together, but now I don't know anymore. I, it, every week, it gets, especially after this, about him saying that he thinks it, we'll we'll get to it. Let's start with Jasmine and Michael because they're at least making progress. Yes, that's a that's a great point, Sarah. That's a nice thing. <laughs> they're a progress. hopeful, hopeful, yeah. nice couple that have made progress. Oh, um, God, you know he's obviously been through so much. I thought it was really at the beginning when they talked about because last week was that couples retreat, which was just. Those are the shit show Ugh. episodes of all shit shows. Um, yep. Yeah. Hopefully Lindsay's hangover is gone. And um, yeah. Jasmine and Michael discussed that medium that that they went to. And he said he didn't expect to hear from his brother. And then we found out the way he died was a road rage incident. I know. I know. How terrible. And what was that? She said that he said that when the medium brought up that there were three people, right? Right, that there was somebody in the back seat or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's been through a lot. He but he has opened up to her a lot. And um I think that's been the biggest thing that she's noticed, obviously, and that we're noticing. Cause they went to her childhood home and then she really opened up to him. Boy, when she read that letter to her oh. younger self. Oh, Sarah. Were you I mean, I don't I'm like, oh, I was I like that was that oh, I was stung. crying. Crying. Yeah. Yes. I very, I was going to say, it takes a lot for me to feel anything. But that one, it did something <laughs> to me. It really did. She, oh my God. Yeah. She talked about how she's a teacher because of that teacher. And that, yeah. you know, she got bullied in school and her first stepmom sucked, it sounds like, which by the way, <laughs> same. Um, I've oh. had a few stepmoms myself. My first stepmom sucked too. Hopefully she's not listening. Um She's she's on Patreon. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe this it's hey, if Sarah's first stepmom is listening, you know, I'm sure you've grown and changed, but you yeah. sucked at one she, point. You just need to accept it. She didn't like, but she uh, there was nothing. She didn't emotionally traumatize me or anything. I shouldn't compare the two. She just was kind of she was just annoying, basically. Um, well, you related to Jasmina <laughs> when she said my my stepmom sucked. So, OK. But then she talked about this teacher, Mrs. Petaski, who she said she made it all better. And she is said that that inspired her to become a teacher because she wants to make school a safe place for people like it was for her, which that stuck with me because that's I don't think I've really heard someone say that just so outright. And then you go, oh, that's probably why a lot of teachers want to be a teacher. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I never just mentally, I don't know, my brain just was like, oh shit, that's fucking amazing. Well, yeah. Think about the impact that that person had on her life. And like you said, it probably happens all the time. Teachers are like the the shittiest paid profession, yet probably have the biggest impact on 
humanity at this point. I, I just thought it was great the way she opened up to him and the way he listened to her. Um, it's kind of like the chicken or the egg with them. Cause like, like you say, or we talk about like he's opening up and she's, you know, receiving it, but is he opening up because she's receiving it or is she receiving it? Because, you know, they, I do think they're kind of, it's nice. They're moving it together. They're whatever they're doing. Just keep fucking doing it. You guys, because it's working, you know, it's they're They both needed to saw down the, the rough edges and they have, they both softened a whole bunch. Yeah, they have. I know that they still don't have a romantic thing going and she keeps bringing that up, which I think is hard on him. And even on after parties, like you never want to really hear that. But then it's he like, is in this place of, as he discussed on after party, he's in this place of he can't make a move because she's laid those boundaries down. So he doesn't want to overstep, which I totally think is correct because it's going to be on her to sort of right or a little bit. I think that he because he's just really respecting her. I mean, he can he can do all the right things, keep lighting those candles and whatever. And, and you know, it's going to help her down where it needs to but she's the one that's gonna have to be like hey let's go to the movies i'm gonna wear a skirt and no undies or something like that like she's <laughs> gonna have to like put it out there i think so because and and i don't here's the thing i don't know that she wants that i don't know that she wants to feel that she's gonna have to make the move i think i don't get that necessarily from her in a sense i think she probably wants to be romance in the, but when you keep saying to someone i'm not attracted to you and I have these boundaries, they definitely are going to feel like I can't do that because then it's going to feel that I've crossed a line that I'm not supposed to. So I, I think they're in a, in a very rock and a non-hard place at this point. <laughs> I was going to say a pickle, but I like a rock and a non-hard place. Yeah, Yes, he needs to romance her. She needs to give him you know, the bat signal or something like, okay, we're open for business a little bit, somehow, some way. Yes. Yes. I think she's just going to, even if it's a subtle move, she's just going to have to be like, even if she goes, gosh, today, I really am attracted to you and feel like I could make out with you. Wink, wink. And yeah, then, he, yeah. then he can get his tongue ready and put it right in her mouth or whatever. But <laughs> I, I do want to say this one thing that they always do on the show about making them read letters to the younger selves. I mean, <laughs> it's sweet. We see them there. They get emotional. We see them all connect. But I've never read a fucking letter to my younger self to my husband. And if I Wait. did, I think he'd walk out the front door and never come back. Sarah, this is why you and I, I am I am the yin to your yang because, at, of course, Mark was watching it with me and, uh, and he's like, uh, well... I don't know. He just sits there quietly at his phone, but he peeks up and I know he's watching. And so I literally was like, we should do that. Like we, <laughs> we should, we should write a letter to ourselves and read it to each other. And he just looked at, again, he looked at me like all the crazy shit that comes out of my mouth. But that's funny because I thought this might be a nice thing to do. And you were like, this, this would probably end in divorce. So at least you're a realist. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's great. You guys should definitely do that and let me know how it goes because that's not going to happen in my household. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's not happening here either. I just looked like an asshole for even <laughs> suggesting it. So I, you know. I did like Michael's though. I, I did <gasps> when he that. said, yeah, because they went to the last place that him and his mom lived together and they went to the park where his brother used to take him. Um, 
And when he read that letter and he said, don't be afraid to let emotions out. That doesn't make you weak. There's beauty and resilience. Mm. That's when I just, I was like, just, oh my God, just, just hump. You guys just need to I know. I know. (laughs) Seriously. Like, I wish they had just filmed it from the chest up and we just didn't know what she was doing with her hands (laughs) while they were sitting. I don't know. And then he talked about his mom and how she'll be cancer once, but not the second time and cherish the moments and go to church with her and don't sit out. Yeah, I can't. I'm going to start crying again. No, it just was so it was very sweet. And they have they have such an emotional connection. But I do once again, will say big, big time friend zone. If if any, they might just be best friends. And I think he even said something about I I didn't come here to find a best friend. And she did. I think they kind of talked about that. If I recall correctly, something like that came up and they know that. God damn it. I mean, why can they do another tantric yoga session? I feel like everyone got hard when they did that. You know, (laughs) like, come on. I know that I I'm telling you, I don't. agree. Okay, I agree that emotion. Okay, emotions can make attraction grow but also humping can make attraction grow too have you did you ever like rant now i'm gonna say i'm gonna sound awful did you ever randomly hook up with someone and then afterwards you were like oh i'm kind of into that person because of the physical like years ago obviously you know what i mean yes not not now while you're in a committed relationship yes yeah not while i'm in a committed uh eight-year relationship but i remember you know if you were ever friend zoned or i was in college or he was or the guy it was like and then you kind of hooked up you're like you look at him a little differently i think that's what they need to do i i know i mean i'm sure some people would say i don't think you should be suggesting people (laughs) have sex that don't necessarily know if they want to have sex but Listen, that's why we're not experts on the show. We just have a podcast and that's our opinion. Um, they did. Dr. Pepper has the same opinion, by the way, because they talked about having kids. And Jess said that she wants to, she's ready in like 18 months to start trying. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper said what we were all thinking, which was, well, how are we trying now? Uh, and yeah, they both. Yeah. yeah, they both died inside. I think Dr. Pepper wants them to bang as much as you do, Mary. No, I know. She basically went from like, are you guys holding hands? Also, do you have my new CBD infused lube? Because you could you could they could start with um some lubed up hand holding and then, you know, make your way to listen. I I love them. They're both quality people. They can they they I want them to. To fuck. That's what I want, Sarah. Yeah, I <laughs> she, I can't like, argue with you. I can't argue yeah. with you. This is what we feel like they're missing. And yes. I, I don't know if they're overthinking it or listen, she may just, it may, it's going to break our hearts because they have grown so much and we see this connection. And like they said, and we've said they didn't come on here to be friends, but I do think they've found something in each other. And if that's all it's going to be, it's all it's going to be. I don't, if she's just genuinely not attracted to him and she just can't get there, she there's nothing that can you can do about that. If she just No, it's true. It's true. I I hear you. I just I have a hard time. And and sometimes it is that way. Just chemistry, whatever the case may be, sometimes, you know, it, it just isn't there for the person. But she's only going to have to wait a year and a half to find somebody. He's going to have to wait 5 years per right. the psych the medium, right? <laughs> According so to the me- medium. So yeah. maybe have a, you know, get off a couple times before you part ways. It's going to be a little while. 
Yeah, you can try it out. And if it doesn't work, you can go, well, we tried. I had a really close friend in college and we finally hooked up one day and then that was it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And oh, by the way, it wasn't because of me. I mean, obviously I was wonderful in the sack. It was obviously something <laughs> wrong with him that we didn't continue. Oh, man. I did the reverse cowgirl and everything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you led with your your best... Uh twat forward with that reverse cowgirl because that is that's a that's a sign sealed delivered move Puda. i appreciate that about you but you know i i i had a similar similar situation in college too you kind of it's like oh friends attracted i don't know maybe maybe then you you know you play a little little grab and touch and, and then you're like nah we we tried and you go back to going to games together, you know, <laughs> drinking beers. Yeah. You can actually, if you haven't, if you do have a close enough connection as friends and you explore that and it doesn't work out and you're still strong friends, that, that can happen too. So I don't, I guess I don't want them to worry that it's going to ruin that if they give it a, give it a whirl. But again, like I said, if you're just not attractive, it's just not there. It's just not there. Um, yeah. I have, we ever had a season where two couples haven't boned? This late in the game? I don't think so. I don't think two. Well, three couples if you count Alyssa and Chris. Boy, this season's really d- gone down the dumper if you think of it in those yeah. terms. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Pepper might want to start bringing that lube around. Um, yeah. And then, so then Steve and Noy were the next couple I was yeah. thinking. I don't, I think we're kind of good with well i'm exhausted because i would spend the next 40 minutes just talking about how i want them to hump so i think thanks for taking the wheel thanks for i just don't want it to get awkward for everybody be like wow mary really really wants them to um i want them to work out that's all we do i know i think they know that and i mean you were on after after party with her you met her she's just a stunning gem and then he was on after party this time and he you could just tell i think even keisha said something to him like you guys you are in love. You love her yeah. the way you speak about her. But he has, I do think he's correct to set, to not cross the boundaries that she's given him. I think that's totally. right. Totally. Yeah. Um, and he's, he will. So Noy and Steve. Yeah. Noy and Steve, they go to his childhood home. His mom was there. Listen, when they broke out the yearbook and um, she, he was obviously popular She's she didn't like that. She she was like, guess he was popular. I don't know. She didn't seem to enjoy. Any. She was so she was a wet rag. They're like having a nice time. Steve and his mom talking about funny stories and him sneaking out and noise just like, Meh. I mean, to- and then when they brought out the stuffed animal and she's like, he's 38. He's a little old for a stuffed animal. Also, well, I have my baby blanket in my in my bed right now under my pillow. I know well, that that's weird. I know I need to talk to someone, but listen, keep keep your opinions about <laughs> toys and blankets that people with anxiety, little kids needed and take it to adulthood. Anyway, go ahead. No, I uh, please continue. I had no idea. And I, you learn a little something new every day. Mary's got her binky and um, <laughs> <laughs> my binky, my whoopee. Is that was it from uh, your Mr. Mr. Mom? Um, no, I think I yeah, she was a little bit of it. But then which which really threw me off, she really came to life when they played this song and she thought it was good. I no, same thoughts. I was like I would have to cover my eyes and I'd go lock myself in the bathroom, but she loved it. 
She loved it. She was a totally good sport during that, which I was completely, I was like, what is fucking, again, this is, you haven't known each other that long. I don't, you're, you, he is almost 40. I, I don't need, mm-hmm. I, you don't need to, I don't know. Maybe it's weird, but I don't think I've looked through my husband's high school yearbook either. And if he had a rap song in high school, I don't want to know about it. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's why you get to, you get to be whoever you want when you get out of high school. <laughs> The, there's those aren't shackles of your reputation like you, you or you can embrace it, but you don't have to. But it was kind of funny that he said that people in his in the, in town would like play it in their car. And maybe it was his mom was singing along. I was it was just so awkward, but it was that funny. Made me <laughs> that made my ass fucking clench so tightly when the mom was singing. It reminded me like when when Oprah would have a guest musical guest and she'd sing along, but she didn't know the words. I just had to leave the room. I didn't like that at all. It was very tough. And there's something that came up. I forget what it was, but like I said, that song was the worst four minutes of my married at first sight life personally. But (laughs) um, Noi afterwards said he had a great childhood and lots of friends. And she said, I had it tougher. So I just grew up tougher. And I hope he knows how wonderful he had it. And I just thought that was a weird comment. It, it, there's a bit, listen, nobody can help how they grew up. We can help how we behave from how we grew up and whatnot, but you can't really judge someone because they had a better upbringing or an easier, I should say, upbringing than you. So I don't know that that's what she was doing, but it just felt like she was taking a dig on sort of his upbringing. And I just thought that was weird. It threw me off. And I, and I don't know if I just read too much into it, which is no, totally possible. I, I had the same the same thought that when she was like, he just had such a good childhood surrounded. He was supportive, you know, supportive uh, friends and family. The whole thing, I hope he knows how good he had it. That's when I immediately was like, no one can control the situation they're born into. Like you said, it's you can't blame him for that. And I do think that there's some resentment. And I've actually, without getting into it, I've seen that in other relationships in my personal life where someone who had money and someone who didn't have money. Where Name I think names. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, I was to say, that's Patreon, Coda. Okay. okay. That's a Patreon topic. But Got it. Um, no, but it's like, I, I get it. I get where she's coming from. But also, it really explains where she's coming from with the job thing too. Yes. Like it, yes. it goes way deeper. It goes way deeper. And there have been a lot of people in the, in our podcasters group and on in, just in general, a lot of opinions, other podcasts we listen to and stuff. People say that they feel that she's a bit of a chip on her shoulder because she has to work and he doesn't right now. And now I felt way more emotional for her towards the end of this, when she started yes. opening up and, um, and when she read the letter to her younger self and seeing how hard her parents had to work, uh, you know, like work themselves to the bone, she basically, yeah. I, there, so I have a lot of sympathy for her and for how she grew up. I just, I think that there is a resentment in her when she sees him have this sort of easier thing. And because it, you can just be like, God, yeah, great. He had a great family. I'm so happy for him. Instead, she says, I hope he knows how good he had it. And that just felt like a weird sort of like well, dig. Totally. And what? how would you, how would you and how would I have felt if they had shown her going to her childhood place and reading that letter before they showed Steve's? It's almost like it makes for better TV to show Steve, have her say, 
you know, it, I hope he knows how good he had it. If they'd have done the part where she read the letter to her childhood self about, you know, her parents or mother working herself to, to having blood on her face or something. And then later we heard her say, I hope he knows how good he had it. It would have felt different. Don't you think? Yeah, it was it was kind of in reverse. And then later, then you get yeah more of her story when she I think she was saying that her mom went to the chicken factory or something. So she's yeah. probably killing chickens. I, I don't even <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, how that works. I wasn't sure I about that. I'm just making blood, things up. But yeah, I think yeah, it was probably was, either either way. The, the point was she, her mom worked really hard. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't easy. And And so you get where she was coming from a lot in this. And he did, too. And which I thought was good, because when she talked about that and read the letter, um, oh, and also when she read her letter, by the way, it made more sense about the no- social media thing, even yes. though I still think it's fully immature. But she seemed to be letting us know that, letting him know, like, look, I, I'm fighting you over stupid shit sometimes because it's me holding on to this little bit of independence. And and I didn't feel free to express myself when I was young. And now I can express myself however I want. And so for anyone to tell me for one second that I can't do it, I put my back up and act like, you know, unreasonable about it. It was super insightful. It was insightful for him, but for us too, a million percent. Cause I was yeah, like, fuck him. I was just glad to get a little clarity on why she really <laughs> wanted to post that shit on social media. Well, it, <laughs> yes. It made me understand her more and, and honestly like her more because I understood her more. Cause I, I really didn't get it until this it's like, I agree with you, though. It still doesn't make it right. And I don't agree with her that she should continue doing it. But it makes a lot more sense to me now. And well, and you know, it makes it more. And when you have that, when you have that to work with, when he now goes, oh, OK, so I listen, he wouldn't drop it during that week. Couples getaway. It was it was getting annoying for all of us to listen to it yeah. anyway. And then she dug her heels in. So between the two of them, I'm like, God, this conversation. But now that he has the answer as to why. And she actually has opened up to him. And she even said, she's like, I hold things in and I don't tell you. And I understand that that's a problem. And so when I fight with you over dumb, petty shit, that's where it's coming from. Then yeah. now he has that to work with. We can go, okay. It, but now that you know how that makes me feel now, and I know why you want it, why you think you want to do it, let's work together to figure out what makes you comfortable and me comfortable. They have something to to work from instead of just this dumb black hole of, insisting on being on social media saying passive aggressive things yeah and in her awareness of it and now his awareness of it and my awareness of it maybe <laughs> it's, really, it's really just you know, about us having some clarity this episode but she should maybe with that information and, and having it come to the surface like go talk like talk to a professional like sort out these feelings it's impacting your marriage you've identified where it's coming from and why it's not on Steve to to just just deal with it now forever you know maybe like go work on it like right you know for herself you know yeah i think that's kind of hopefully where they're going with that in the sense that yeah. she opened up and said it um it was funny when they they went to a dance studio for her sort of childhood thing because she said that was how she used to got to express herself when she was young she loved to dance i was like oh i thought <laughs> for a minute i thought she was just going to drop him off at the unemployment department but um, <laughs> they're hiring Steve. And um, hey, this is what I wanted to show you from my childhood an unemployment line. Um, 
But they seemed to have fun. It was again, it was just more awkwardness watching them dance. I between all the things that they made us made us watch with these two. I'm like, I mean, I'll tell you, like, first of all, I wouldn't be able to do that in a room without a, a mirrored wall. But watching them watch the mirrored wall, I again wanted to walk out into traffic. This was a very <laughs> uncomfortable episode. <laughs> I love Noi was so impressed with Steve's like seriousness in the activity. And he he was such a sport, you know, like he he I mean, I could see them. They could probably go get get their dance on pretty often. He seems up for anything. He does seem up for anything, which is good. He he definitely you get the feeling he wants to make her happy, yeah. except for ex- other than getting a nine to five. But he said, <laughs> um, except for that one thing. Yeah, in the in the in the conversation that they had about the about when she opened up and said, because I never felt like I could, you know, she read her letter. Um, he said that I realize that she unpacked a lot of emo- she has a lot to unpack emotionally, and I realize that due to this, she needs a higher level of security. So. Again, ah. it has just that conversation, her expressing herself to him, ha- just, he goes, oh, okay, so this is why this is such a big deal to you. Not that he didn't already kind of know, we, I think we all got that, for, but then last week she threw us all off by saying that she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, so, which is, by the way, no shade and at all for stay, it's, I mean, if I had three kids, I would hope that I would not have to work outside of that because that's already a whole bunch of fucking work. I was going to say, I can't get a dog because I would, I I would have to be a stay-at-home <laughs> dog mom. I don't know how people do it, so. I don't know either. And plenty do. And plenty do. Plenty have three kids or more and work and all that. So it's whichever you want to choose to do. But I just um, was last week when she said that, it made me think, well, she wants to see from him that she's going to be able to do that. But well, I think that might be almost as basic as it is. Like I I don't want to work, Steve, so you better get the fuck out there. You right. know what I mean? A little bit like we can't both be home. You know? Right. I don't know. And I think she I don't want to work once I have kids is the thing cuz she said Right. cuz she said, which again comes from I think because she she was saying that she saw her mom work so hard and she felt like she was a burden like would would they have to work so hard if they didn't have kids. So I think she wants to be able to show her kids, I can stay home with you because dad's working. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) there's just a lot going on in there. There's a lot going on. And I just think maybe she's, they're not ready. Well, my biggest take takeaway from this whole episode was when Pepper rolls up to their place and I, sometimes I'm like, Pepper needs a reboot. I can't figure, you know, I don't know. And other times I want to like carry around on my back. I want her to, I just want her to pull up with that. What's that song? Uh, no, I can't think of it. Never mind. Oh, you see well, me rolling. <laughs> well, God damn it. Now I can't think of it. And that's all I can think of is how much I want to think of it. But yes, I just want her rolling up in something. And yes. uh, when she shares, drops the nugget that she does not live with her current husband they live separately that blew my mind i feel like my hair looked like it i had a fan on me i just i went to another place i I thought that was crazy wonderful interesting and it definitely didn't help uh steve's position on any of this no it did not and noi was like see secret to successful marriage don't live together now well, then Pepper said, but 
this is my second marriage and my first marriage, we raised kids and And they lived together. Yeah, we lived together. And I, I do think there's something to be said for if you do, again, everyone does whatever works for them. Okay. I wouldn't want to live separately from my husband. I might want to by the end of this year, but right now I don't. Um, but <laughs> I beg, I beg, Mark. My dream is to is to live is to have a duplex, and we live in our own sides. Oh, that's kind of fun. A duplex could be fun. Oh, but I, I I love that Mark edits this podcast and has to listen to you say that you don't <laughs> want to live with him. But the, the raising kids as as because even Noy was like, yeah, I mean, obviously, I would want our our routines to, I would want to incorporate each other into our lives and routines. So especially three kids. So first of all, you don't want to clean the fucking bathroom in your small apartment right now. You have three kids and Steve's going to live in a different place. You're going to have to take care of three kids. And I assume she wants them to live with her. She's really got to think this out. You want three kids in your own fucking place by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you want someone there to help you? You want Steve there to help you? Because that's aggressive. That's a lot. And and where's Sushi going to be? Is she going to, or he, every other weekend? I mean, who, it's, it's very complicated. It's something they need to talk about. And uh, well, what was weird was when they start talking about that conversation and Steve, he really didn't look on board, but it seemed like he was, cons- he's, he's talking about it with her. And that's I, the diff- the main difference in them. First of all, I was like, wait, this conversation seems to be way progressed, more progressed than I thought. Like this seems to be on the table now that they're just not going to live together, but they're going to say yes on decision day and then not live together. That seems to be, he's like, okay, I guess we can talk about that. So if he is willing to even engage in that conversation, which is not what he signed up for, why can't she be a little more flexible on some things with him? I wonder the same thing because she, she, to me, she's like a feral cat. Like, you know, he I feel like he's tiptoeing a little bit and being delicate just to get him through decision day, which not in a manipulative way, but kind of like I think that the um, and I feel like maybe he has one off talks with the experts about noise because it's come up again, time and again, that no, a lot of noise decisions and actions are based come from a place of fear versus right. like an actual need to be separate, you know, that it's like she, there's a fear. So I do think he. It's almost like, yeah, we can talk about this or yeah, you know, but like almost with the hopes that she's they're going to be able to work through some of this fear. And because she's a rational person, I think, and wants, a you know, a happy, healthy relationship and life with him that maybe that I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. Not like he's going to like pull the rug out after decision day. But I feel like if they do say yes, they'll focus more on how do we get her through this fear based place right. that she comes from that so was he's wording, just having, but he's yeah. just having these conversations with her but i i just was surprised i didn't know that that conversation was so advanced when it when pepper brought it up and then they kept talking and he was like yeah i mean you know and she's like yeah so we still haven't ironed out the details i'm like is this a done deal and then but then at the end steve said to camera it's really hard to imagine raising kids productively together if i'm living across town and so i just think I'm not saying Noi can't raise three kids on her own. Of course she can. She can do whatever she wants, but I don't think that's what her, I think she wanted to have a family with him. Yeah. And it feels like the conversations like that are, a lot of it just feels like hypotheticals, you know, like they're like, well, you know, they're, they're running the numbers and talking through, but I don't think they fucking have a clue what, what 
each of them would really be willing to put up with. And right. who does? In in the real life, like you don't really know till you're in it. So No, I can tell you that I have no idea what anybody wants in this in this show anymore. I don't know what anyone wants to do. I none no. of uh Annoy has good goals. She wants to be a mom. She wants to have three kids. She wants to be home and raise them. But she, she wants to do it in a different apartment and maybe not with, I don't know. I just don't, no, everything's like confusing me. I, I don't, I don't know what I want to do anymore. Do I want three kids? Like I, this show fucking ruins me. I have no idea. I mean, to be fair, John and I had to talk for three months before I could uh, bring a cat home. Uh, and we are. Oh, that's true. In and our forties here. So. Well, and also who who went from never wanting a cat, never living with a cat to having a best friend that's a cat? Mr. Uh, John Ryan. Mr. I John think. Ryan. He's obsessed mm-hmm. with Ralphie Ryan, our cat. I love he Ralphie is his, Ryan. Yeah, he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I have no idea what's going to happen with them anymore. They, they, I felt like they had good communication. I felt like we all kind of get where she's coming from more and he gets where she's coming from more because she's talking to him and she opened up and got emotional even but at the end of the day i don't know that they want the same thing same okay katina and elijah one um yes she thought they had fun on the road trip he he a lot of he said this on after party too there's a lot of him saying that that they need to go deeper a lot of him saying that they need to unlock in on the deep stuff and and that he's worried about the future timeline. And um, <laughs> I just feel like he's sweating shit he doesn't need to. He's sweating shit he doesn't need to. And again, we got a little insight into the why he says the things that not why, but why he believes he says the way he's the things he says that he comes off tough because where he grew up and how he grew up and. You just had to be tough and this and that. And okay. And so he's admitting to knowing that he <laughs> says things that aren't great. Uh, yeah. To say yeah. the least. But he's still, even in, the, in this episode, he goes, oh, I wonder, you know, we have to lock in on the deep stuff. I'm worried about the future timeline. And, I, and, and he says something about, I wonder if I can sacrifice travel and if she can still satisfy me while adding more to her plate. Yeah. And I don't I don't like this choice of words at all. I think because it comes it's it's selfish the way he's he's wording it and the way he's thinking through it. But I think it's also an immaturity, you know, like I he's just very complicated to me. I've not liked most of what he said, but then there's moments, you know, like like you said, showing where he he grew up and it explains his appreciation and pride for his hard work and his accomplishments and she is so mature yeah. in even like admiring his ability to share the hard part of his story, you know, and, and that he feels that's that's why he is who he is. But then when he he did the thing that kind of I felt like Noy did with Steve, when he says, well, Katina grew up with a five bedroom house with two bathrooms and, you know, it felt a little resentful, blamey, where it's like, again, you can't you can't blame or or you can't blame someone for where they what their life was like that they had no control over and he's doing that a little bit yeah that's what i i 100 percent agree with you i thought that too it felt like the same note came out of both of them in in that way in very different ways but about out of him and noi um he said he did say he said you know i grew up having to be tough and he said and, and you know that's why i get upset too easy and i know i'm tough on you 
he said one thing that was good, like really good that he said, it's half my battle. So yeah. I, yeah. There's, there's an awareness in there that an it's acknowledgement. a battle. Yeah. There's an, yeah. But you can acknowledge something all you want. If you're still doing, it doesn't matter. True. So yes. it's this, it's this sort of then <laughs> win this battle. And yeah. Quit doing right. this shit then. Quit right? losing the battle. Right. Well, and that's, that's, you know, I think that's a, a point just again and people in general Lindsay a lot even would be like well yeah I know who I am and I am who I am well yeah don't make it everybody else's fucking fault and issue that's a you problem work on it and and don't let it affect everyone that comes in your life you know everyone and yeah we'll get that to that with Lindsay because yeah, yeah. I have a story about that but it's but it is it's similar and that's just probably why Elijah Wan and Lindsay talk all the time on the roof and he understands True. her yeah. So I think he was the one that got her last week. He was the one that sort of got her out of the situation, got her, kept her from going back out of the room or something. Remember, like she, when she was kept, do, kept having her, her on fucking, the rails. Yeah. Base, yeah. Yeah. When she was having a meltdown on the getaway or whatever. Um, But so you get insight and it, it's good. And it's, there's not like you said, acknowledgement is good, but it's like, okay, but now where is the, Proof that you're going to be able to, instead of consistently going, well, I'm tough on you because I grew up having to be tough and going, but I'm working on not doing that to you. Right. I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to do that to you. I'm sorry that it happens. And he cares about her. That's clear. At the end of this episode, when he was saying that he almost thinks that she should walk away from him. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then that gave me a, a little more insight into him, too, where I was like, at the end of the day... For someone who's coming across as harsh an asshole, and, uh, there you go. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, uh, harsh and harsh asshole and an asshole. A lot of times, at the end of the day, it's an insecurity that he doesn't want her to leave him. Oh, a million percent. In those little glimmers into him like that, that's where I I, I feel torn because I really do believe at his core he's he's kind and he loves her. I do believe that. I just don't think he. It's like he doesn't know how to use his arms and they're just flailing all the time. I just think he doesn't know how to navigate himself in an adult relationship that is, you know, kind to both of them. It's, it's, right. And she I don't think she's a doormat. I do not think Katina's no. been a doormat. I think she has uh, she always pushes back and 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 she has said and we've discussed this ad nauseum probably on this podcast and Jasmine has said like she speaks her mind. She just doesn't necessarily She's one of those who's like, get your shit out. And then I'll, and then once you're done fucking having your fit, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> you know, which yeah. Is yeah. An impressive exactly. quality, to be honest. Um, well, she has a, a calm, quiet confidence to her where she takes it in, like you said, without being a doormat, a million percent. But, and they had a good conversation about something that's obviously important to both of them about faith and how she went to church and, she was talking about she had to go to that purity ring class. I was like, isn't that like the joke? Remember the Jonas Brothers? Didn't we have to? Oh, yes. Wasn't there a not a, remember them as if people don't know, but wasn't there like a purity ring thing? I think so. Was it just that they they saved themselves for? Right. I think so. Or that's what it was. Well, for. I was going to say this for anyone who doesn't know me. This is not my expertise. Purity <laughs> rings is not something I'm familiar with. Um <laughs> So we I just might have fumble to, around. What's a purity, yeah. right? What's a yeah. purity, right? The only yeah. other time I've I feel like I've heard that term was I was relating it to the Jonases. So that's that's how much I know about it too. 
Um, I like, but yeah, reference, she, they they discussed having uh, that raising their kids in the church and then letting them decide after that. But they would obviously raise them together. That they have the same ideas about all that stuff. So I think that's to me that's always a huge thing to be on the same page about. Oh yeah, whether no, it's I mean, that you are or you aren't religious doesn't matter. But you, it's if you're on the same page, if you're going to have kids and you want to raise them in. In a faith. Absolutely. It certainly makes it easier, you know, if you're both on the same page. Um, I cannot move on from them without acknowledging when Katina, when they talked about the retreat and she said she'd never run with a sheep before. And she was talking about the alpaca and I genuinely LOL'd. I just... She just makes my heart sing. Especially when they, they flash back to her with an alpaca. Like with- they just wanted to remind us that it was definitely was not a sheep. It was amazing. Amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, they well, I we can't talk we can't move on from them until we talked about how Dr. Pepper showed up because my whole uh, my whole body tensed up then too, because the last time oh, yeah. those two had a conversation, he was not respectful to Dr. Pepper and we didn't like that. And so I was nervous, but he came in. Uh, he was fine. They listened, they talked. Um, and then he does tell Dr. Pepper about, you know, they had, they had an interesting conversation with her because they were talking about how they argue and then, but they let it go. And that's obviously a big thing because we see other couples, especially specifically Lindsay, who never lets fucking anything go. True. Um, Yeah. So he said that, you know, he, he, he admitted that he said something about like, will you just shut up or something to Katina? And then he said he immediately apologized and said, I know I can't speak like that to you. And, and he said it felt good for, for Katina to forgive me immediately. And listen, you do things in the moment. I'm, he doesn't, you know, he's got a whole laundry list of shit that he's done on these episodes, but sometimes in the moment, sure, you can, um, in a relationship. I mean, my husband and I definitely have that kind of relationship where every once in a while someone snaps and says something completely out of character and yep. immediately just look at each other with like huge eyes and go, Oh like my God, I'm horror. so sorry. And That's, they're like, I'm this is, yes. Yeah. yeah this, yes. Is, this is not, this is a me problem. This was not a you problem. Yep. I'm really sorry. Yeah. So yeah, good. whoops. Sorry that you got caught in the crossfire there. Yeah. Let, <laughs> yeah. Me, let me start over. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, that's in any marriage a very good quality to be able to immediately go, whoa, so sorry. That was right. not, that should not have come out of my mouth. And because uh, if, if you take three weeks to say sorry, then there's a problem. But yeah. I felt like he said again to Dr. Pepper that they needed to get deeper. So I guess when he's saying deeper, he's talking about the future timeline thing still. I guess. I mean, it, but it, it, it's his agenda. A little, right? I mean, yeah. it, that's what it, it feels like that to me. He has worked very hard and he has, you know, I, I guess what, bought a house and he's got a career or his job and what he's like, you know, he's proud of his accomplishments. And now he wants to travel. He wants to do these things. He wants kids. He wants a wife who cooks. He wants, it's whatever Elijah mom wants. But right. like, it, it, the deeper things deep would be, what do you want, Katina? And how can we take what you want and what I want and make it work? You know, it's just a maturity thing with him. And I hope he fucking knocks it off. It is. And it's he. I mean, Katina has said so. She says, I'll, OK, we'll reevaluate when we get there in a couple of years. If it's not time to have kids, it's not time. Right. Um, everything doesn't have to be. He's he's very set in. This is how I did it. And then he goes, and it's okay that you didn't do it that way. But is it? 
Yeah, because when he yeah. says that, it feels loaded. It feels well, like, well, but you... You're bringing it up a lot when it doesn't really matter that you think I did it totally wrong. You know, he, you're, you're talking about it a lot. And, but uh, then he, yeah, and he said, he said to Dr. Pepper, it's she wants, if she wants kids in two years, she'll still be in school. Can she finish her bachelor and nursing while being married and have a kid? And he said he doesn't want her to be overwhelmed. And I also want to make sure she's happy. Okay, those are good things. Yeah. Say that more other than saying, are you going to be able to, <laughs> to are you going to cut into my travel time with your, with your, timeline agenda or something. Say 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 the things that you said about not wanting her to be overwhelmed. But again, let her figure it out. You got or you guys figure it out together, but it doesn't have to be I don't know, this timeline thing is just like I know. And I think he's underestimates what Katina and just women in general can do. Yes. <laughs> All yes. at one time, literally growing a person in your body whilst maintaining uh, career goals, school, jo- you know, everything like don't don't set limits on her. Just go with the fucking flow and you'll figure it out. And I guarantee you she will pull off everything she needs to pull off. He just needs to, like, not present roadblocks that don't exist yet. Right. Because he's stressing out about which which you're right, like what she can handle. And I feel like you could put a lot on Katina and she's got, I mean, she even said to Dr. Pepper, which I thought was really funny right in front of Elijah one. She was like, this is when I say, this is why I say, I don't think she, I think she's constantly standing up for herself. Cause she was like, um, I think that, um, obviously I want to, I, 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 to focus while trying to also be a wife, which we do have to be wives and husbands in a relationship. Yes, that's true. Um, she says, uh, you know, he requires more attention and he can be a lot. And she's like, sorry. And he goes, no, no, it's fucking. Yeah, sure can be. So but that's when he said, if I was Katina, he says to K- camera, if I was Katina, I'd lock in. And he said, I would not. I'm not going to say this to her and, I'm, and I wouldn't say it to her, but she should de- dedicate her life to herself. And then if I if if it's love, I'll, you know, I'll still be there at the end. But that's what I'm like. That's what I didn't understand. And even when he, when they talked about it on After Party, which, by the way, again, we still learned that they haven't banged yet on After Party. No. Um, I didn't understand. So if you're saying, this is what I'm so confused about. If he's saying, which I thought it was, he said, you know, if you love someone, you want them to succeed and do the most. Okay, but why can't you just be, if it's, what are you saying? If it's love, I'll still be there. In the end, when she's done with all this, why can't you just be there with her through it? Support her through it. Make it easier for her. Help her. Guide her. Be each other. Yes. Like I don't. I don't ugh. understand why he thinks he has to. Why she? He thinks she has to leave him to go finish school and stuff. Unless is that so he can go travel? <laughs> so Isaac can go get his passport and go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't. I, that was just confused because I'm like uh, um, unless unless at his core he knows that he's going to be too much of a distraction. Ah, do you think he's that insightful and or mature to come to that? But but it, but maybe, you know, well, he, it seemed like that's what he felt. I mean, he got yeah. emotional at the he end. Was emotional. Yeah. On, um, you know, I, I mean, look, Keisha brought up the way that he she said, I hear you saying you ought to be tough because you grew up in a tough environment and you have to realize you're speaking to every little boy who grew up in this environment. and. We didn't get to see him read his letter, which I realized, uh, which probably is for the best. Um, My eyes would probably be way more puffy today. (laughs) Yeah, he was he just said, 
Well, that's when him and Michael had that moment. He was like, I'm blessed to be on this journey with Michael because they had similar upbringings and um, certain ways. And he reiterated that he is trying hard. He knows he, how he comes off. So I, 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 there's self-awareness. But again, yeah. like we said, until, until you see the significant change, it doesn't matter how much you say you're aware of something. So I think they should rename this show and just call it BFFs at first sight because they're going to get all you're going to this season's going to get a lot of really good friends. I don't know about know. the marriages, I mean, though. I know. Like Michael was saying how proud he was of, of oh, when they first met, how he was like super open and he appreciate, you know, open to all this stuff and he appreciates his authenticity. Oh, and then, of course, Lindsay's like, um, <laughs> not everyone is as comfortable as uh, with you being as outspoken. Um, when you, <laughs> and <laughs> which I felt like she was just trying to make it about herself again. She was basically like, yeah, I just appreciate that you can be you because when you're so outspoken, sometimes the world comes down on you or whatever the fuck she was saying. And uh, I'm like, you're trying, you're talking about yourself. We all know it. Seriously. It really is. She's constantly like back to me. I, she made me, you remember how mad she made me last episode and I'm still mad. So. Are you? Yeah, I'm, well, That's we're going to, we're going to. Talk about that pretty much right now because uh, I don't know. I I could see I could actually see Lindsay and O being good friends, being in like a bowling league together somewhere. She could openly have the smokes that I picture her having, even though I don't know if that's true or not. But I, I know I'm yeah I'm down to thinking she, I'm 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 back to just thinking she just fucking eats parliaments in the morning when she wakes up. <laughs> um. <laughs> By the way, I I this. This I know we have another what another episode before decision day at least. I I honestly feel unsure about these couples more than I can remember feeling in past seasons. Do you agree? Yeah. Like I, I really have no idea. At the moment, I think I'm sold that they're gonna go off into the future and just live a wonderful life. I'm like, no, they're gonna they're not even gonna make it to decision day. So I have no idea. I want them to work out, but also I want them to be happy. And I don't know if working out means that they'll both be happy. I, I don't know. I honestly, this episode, once Elijah Wan said that he, then he was telling uh, Keisha, when you love someone, you know, he's like, we lay down every night. We talk about our dreams. And um, I, if I don't want to hold her back when you care about someone, you, you don't want to see them fail and all this. And I'm like, but I don't. Why do you assume she's going to fail if you guys stay together? That's a that's a you problem. And mm-hmm. and 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 maybe he's right. And maybe Katina's going to see. I don't know. I I just I'm so confused. I, I have no clarity left. Um, none. But Lindsay did say every once in a while she says something good, and she said, you know, you're just getting in your head. Katina can both travel. She can do everything. She can do travel in life, like what you just said, Mary, earlier. Like you're underestimating yeah. what she can do. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with them either. Mm-mm. I know that Mm-mm. they care about each other. I, that's that much I fully believe. And I think we have seen uh, as we, if you and I have both brought up after party shows you different sides and it shows you how much everyone is supportive of both of them. So there's something there. Yeah. Now I think this whole group, they're going to, they're going to have nice yearly vacations as friends, and that's probably it. And that's fine. You know, I'd like to find out where they're going as a group. Maybe you and I could get a room on the same floor, just kind of show up and have have some laughs. <laughs> just set some binoculars and just watch Lindsay uh, crush 
parliaments into her cereal in the morning. Well, I was going to yeah. say, listen, listen to my voice. You don't think I would crush parliaments right there with her? I mean, I am, you know, as close as I could be to, to that. But um, if you're new here, by the way, we have never seen Lindsay smoke and we don't think that she does. But we have a whole voice in our head. And it's uh, yeah. what is it? Marge's sister on The Simpsons. Yeah. Marge Simpson's sisters. It's like, hey, go get me a pack of smokes. <laughs> Fuck you, mock or whatever. I don't know what it is, but. Get me my vibrator on your way out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grab some double A's. The light's going dim. <laughs> the light's going dim. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> okay. Well, on Sorry. that note, Mark and Lindsay. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. Um, uh, the opening scene oh. with them, Sarah. First of all, I couldn't get past her eyelashes. Now, I don't shade <gasps> anyone for wanting to get eyelashes done, whatever. But those were aggressive. I don't know what I'll happened. T- I didn't I, notice those before. Is that new? Or am I, I just... I, I didn't notice them either. I think they might be a new pair or not. <laughs> she went to a different place and said, give me the, you know, bottom shot. I don't know. But yeah, they, they made me nervous. I was just <laughs> waiting for one to fall too. off the whole time or just dr- like just be hanging vertically from her eyelid. Um, yes. You know, she started by saying, Mark, uh, Mark says I'm too much, too... Okay, first of all, she goes, he says I'm too caring, too loving, too giving. No, no, no. That's no. not what he means by too much. No. He, he says, you're too much. In Because in- we see the video when he says it, he goes, you're too much. You pinch me, lick my ears. I mean, it's like having a fucking toddler. Sarah, it, it made me... Also, if someone like wrestled, tried to, if Mark, my Mark, wrestled me fucking in the morning, tickled me to wake me up, I would probably have charges pressed against me. Like, I I would be, no. And also, what did he say, Sarah? He said, every 10 seconds, pinching me, licking my ears. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, if someone, if a motherfucker would lick my ears, I would upend a table and uh, call an Uber and that's I, it. Yes, I would go full Teresa in New yes, Jersey Housewives. New Jersey Housewives. <laughs> yes. Flipping the table. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> and somehow she's the one who's offended. And all he says is you're too much. I mean, do you know the words I would use if someone was pinching me and licking my ears? I like to drop the G <laughs> like Mark does for anybody who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But him saying you're too much is the polite the most, the politest, kindest way to say to her, you need to fucking dial it down. You are bananas. Yeah. And especially when at one point I think she was like, well, he's always kind of laughing. And then they, and, and they show clips of him sort of laughing and he's uncomfortable. He's trying not to be mean. Um, you don't know each other that well. He hasn't gotten to the point where you can go, if you fucking do that again, I'm going to fucking snap. He's not, <laughs> but he's getting there, by the way. Yeah. Getting. He's getting well, he's, there. He is getting there, Sarah. And she but says she, it, well, she says it makes her realize he should find a lesser woman. I'm going to be yeah. like, oh, honey, be- I, I, but, you're because, not reading but, it. No, because she's, a, because this woman, she takes everything and, and, and she, I, she puts herself on this high, martyr shelf or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Cause she goes, when she's like, he says, I'm too loving, too generous. No, he said, stop licking my ears. Those are, that's, <laughs> that's two different things. I was going to say you, you turned, stop pinching me and tickling me in the morning into stop being too generous. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a fucking a master of of delusion or something. Yes. I mean, he says he has a hard time being intimate because they're always fighting and it drains him. And they and they talk. <laughs> this is when Dr. Pepper visited. Wait, I just want to say he's probably just confused. Like when they're having sex, she's probably like, you know, what is it? The dropping the hammer, the people's elbow, putting him in a sleeper hold. I mean, he he uses the word wrestling with her all the time. I can't imagine he can have a nice time and feel safe in any intimate situation with her. He doesn't know what's going to happen. She'll leg wrestle him to death. Yeah, there, I mean, he probably. They're probably like finally having a nice moment and then she'll just, just stick a butt plug in him or something. I mean, there's <laughs> yes. no way yeah, that you, he can be comfortable. He can't relax. He can't <laughs> relax around her. Mm-mm. She's like, it's like a my grandma had a cat that would dart out from under a couch sometimes when you'd walk through the living room. I was never not at a nervous, high pulsed 10 when I was there. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Well. I, Dr. Pepper visited and they talked about the thing where she, where he called her hyper. And she says, well, hyper isn't a compliment. And what did you mean by that? What the fuck? Have you not watched the show, Dr. Pepper? I mean, you're not allowed to say to somebody something that's not a compliment if it's true. You know, I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a mean word. It's not well, a, it was a descriptor. It was a descriptor and she is hyper. And, yeah. and I'm sorry. Oh, where was where was your where was your outrage for um for her screaming that he has small balls and, and he needs to go live with his mama and, and suck on his mama's titty or whatever she said like I mean you're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna go at Mark for calling her a hyper that's the the hill you're gonna die on on this episode yeah Pep? no yeah. Pepper take a knee stop yeah. it no I didn't like that. And then, and then, so she's like, "Hyper's not a compliment." Then Pepper's like, "Well, have you told her to stop?" He's like, "Yes." And then they just show all these things in like scenes where he's like, "Knock it off." It's like what you do when you're violently uncomfortable, but you're trying not to, you know, swear at someone and push them away from you. He's trying to. He's communicated to her that he does not like these things at all. And then Lindsay's like, "Well, he's kidding when he says that." I mean, Pepper did nothing to help the situation. At she all. did nothing to help nothing. it. I mean, they had the conversation. Like, she's like, do you, uh, does he care? You know, does he care? Why don't you ask him if he cares? And she's like, I don't want to hear his answer because I don't know if he's the right guy. I, she just gets, she's just a mean. And of course, then she does ask him and he's like, I would never deliberately hurt you. But she goes into, she launches into that thing of, well, I'm at this point. And so when it's like, when when it, I'm done, you don't want to hurt me. I don't want to hurt you know, or you don't want to be with me. I don't want to be with you more. Blah blah blah. Walls up. Blah blah blah. Walls up. It's yeah. like, oh my god, you don't see the problem with this. Even talking about them makes me feel like I need to take some deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. I cannot imagine what it what this situation is like for him. And and the, I've gone. This is the thing. I right now I, we didn't like. I didn't like her in this episode. I just didn't. I thought I, I felt more for Mark. But you've mentioned and we've talked about in the past that I found a lot that I can relate to Lindsay, um, where her, she clearly needs this attention. And she's she's literally doing jazz hands, the the equivalent of like, look at me, look at me, look at me. She just wants him to, you know, smother her with a att- with attention the way she does to him. But that's a her problem, and she needs to fix it. It's just not going to work with anybody, I don't well, think. 
No, and he even said, he's like, but you have to let me get there. You have to let me, I know how to do this. But Lindsay says, my spouse needs to care about all the things. Choose me first. Take consideration in all you do and act. The way you take consideration for Mark and how violently uncomfortable he's told you it makes him when you act out in groups and all that stuff and you've completely ignored it and belittled him during games and all like, it's just... I, I was, and then Dr. Pepper told him to give more affection. And I just, I don't know how he's supposed to. If someone's licking you and pinching you, you're not going to be like, oh, hold on. Let me go down on you real quick. I mean, that's just, an- <laughs> <laughs> it's so childlike. It's like the little kid in first grade that, you know, licking ears. What the fuck? I mean, that that brought it to a different level for me. I mean, like, yeah. like tickling and wrestling. If someone was to lick my ears, I mean, even come close to, I, I, I would I, fist, I would fist, I've never fist punched someone and I would fist punch someone for that, including my husband. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never fisted anyone. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> that either, that, that at me neither. The, I have it, uh, I wrote it down with direct quotes because um, they were talking about the food, like Lindsay, he, she wants him to try all these foods and blah, blah, blah. And Lindsay doesn't think he's tried enough new foods. And Mark's like, I feel like I have. And she doesn't agree. And then, and then that's when he said, the food is the same thing as the feelings. Let me get there. And I thought, <laughs> you know, Mark, you, you fucking nailed it. That's exactly it. Let him get there. I just didn't understand why Dr. Pepper wasn't seeing and hearing that same thing. Like, let him get there a little. I mean, I, I, I know that last, that was that the last or two episodes ago when they said she was really calling for some attention at that volley. Or, I don't know where they were. The, the, the thing when they were like watching them and then came out and surprised them and it was really uncomfortable because Elijah wanted just been talking shit. But yeah, um, and they were watching and saying Mark was giving her nothing. But I don't feel like there's any consideration for it, it, it. It's hard to not pull away when someone is constantly pushing at you. And that's what I feel like he's in. I'm not saying he's an angel and all this, but I just, I guess I just relate to him just being overwhelmed. Yeah. We're coming down on her because she, she's way more uh, just in your face. She just kind of, she she's acting out. She's acted out from the first episode. And that's just, that's just her. That's who you, Take me or leave me. That's who I am. I mean, her brother and father said it at the wedding. Like, buckle up, bitches. Like, it's it's tough. But they're not a good match. They should not no. have been matched. Like, I don't see where they, where the experts, because you sometimes when they don't work out, you're still kind of like, oh, I see where that could have worked or it should have worked. But I, I just don't see it with them. The other thing when so JC, his cat, has a sore in his eye and that was super emotional. And this is a very I needed sad, a tr- I need a I, I needed a trigger warning on this one. I was like, you guys, that, I'm not yeah. I'm not the person who needs the trigger warning until yeah. I I didn't want to watch anyway. You didn't have to I didn't want to watch a cat get put down. No. And and it broke your heart. And you know, and Lindsay was very supportive but this i feel like i've known people like her i feel like friends mothers i've known that were like this where whether it's the the bed bugs in the apartment or him losing his job or him needing help with his mom or now with putting a cat down that like it's like losing a best friend she swoops in and swaddles you and smothers you and is like, I'm right here. I'm taking care of you. Look at what I'm doing for you. I'm so support. And I know she really wants to be supportive, but it's more of some weird thing where she's getting something from that. 
And then when it do- when she doesn't get it returned or she doesn't get the huge feelings of appreciation from him, she uses it against him. And that's yes. a weird thing. And and I've seen that. And I don't even know if, if there's a name for it, but it's like some sort of like hero complex. Like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to swoop in and fix everything and nurture you. And if you don't, you know, look at what me- a good person I am, yes. look what I'm doing yeah. for you. And yeah. listen, she was there for him and he needed it. And it was very, it was very sweet. And so yeah. if you, if you, if you just look at that picture, you're going, that's great. She's there for him. And this is a tough time. And he was like, JC made it to the wedding. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, he did. Didn't he? He did make it all yeah. the way to his wedding. Oh. His wedding. Oh. And then, but all I could think was in two weeks, I was there when your fucking cat died. You know, exactly. that's all. It's going to be that. Yes. Yes, be that. she will be in a bowling alley bathroom, uh, sitting on the floor talking about your, you know, when I was there when your cat died and your small <laughs> balls, and she's just gonna keep adding things to the list, and he'll never. It's almost like uh, she's building this credit that he'll never be able to pay off, or I don't know, I said that wrong, but you know what I no, mean. No, totally, it, totally, yeah. because she says. Like, she's like, this poor guy has had to go to hurdle to hurdle, but luckily I'm used to that and I'm here for him. She takes him to the woods, which again, I would never, this no. is the second time he's gone to the woods with her. I'm like, <laughs> I was like expecting her to be like, you're going to join JC in heaven. Um, but, <laughs> but, oh shit, <laughs> I brought you out here to see <laughs> Go see your cat now. She just like does some wrestling move that snaps his neck. <laughs> oh no, she brought him, but she brought him to the woods where she likes to go, and uh, she likes to go out there as a kid. And it was because she had to read her letter and all that. But I'm just like, you know, just let the guy sit on his couch and eat some Chinese food. His cat yeah. just—I don't—he doesn't want to go to the woods with you and do something you want no. to do right now. Give him a box of goldfish and let him go. I don't know, put milk on him or whatever yeah, weird shit whatever he does. Whatever the yeah. fuck he does, exactly. I was so con- I really didn't under. I never understood why sh- they were. I just have here that they, you know, were at a a weedy stream. Like why? I didn't. It looked like. I don't know. I don't know. I think she said she used to go to the woods as a kid, didn't she? Because she didn't feel welcome at home. It was all that stuff's very sad. We already have it said is. before. We know that her yeah. mom has completely fucked this girl up, and she has mom issues, and she has feeling less than issues, and she has uh, abandonment issues, and she reads the letter. It was very vulnerable. It was encouraging. Mark told her how her younger self would look up to her as a role model. And how she needed someone like herself. Like there's so there's so there is I, I'm not I've never not known that there's like some good in her. It's just the damage is so deep. I could not agree more. It's it's you know, it's you look at who she is and the way she's acting and stuff in it. I, I don't I want her to be happy and fulfilled and not need all this attention or whatever the case may be. But you're right. If somebody's like that, you, you can look at the mom and the dad. And that's probably why I don't have kids, honestly, because I, you know, whatever. Anyway, that's my own <laughs> issue. Save that for Patreon. But the point is, well, no, but I think with her letter and stuff, I'm not sure if it's truthful or wishful. I feel like she speaks about herself in a way of who she wishes she was or I, I don't even know if she really believes it. 
Right. That's true. And because and then when they went to read his letter and they talked about, um, you know, the house where he grew up and he said, uh, spend spend time with your parents so you'll appreciate them later. And and Lindsay hugged him like they were there for each other when they were reading their letters and all that. And she says something like sounds like there's a lot of love there, but a lot of sadness, too. She said to him, like, feels yeah. like she always wants to make sure he feels a little she probably she hugged him i'm sh- i guarantee she whispered in his ear like <laughs> I, w- I was just there when your cat died Don't forget, <laughs> no joke sarah that whole <laughs> oh that sounds really nice but it sounds like it was real sad too <laughs> like yeah, or, yeah well it's that it's, it's like, this image she always keeps do she always says his life's a mess i'm there but like you said you you really you're right he's she's that person who comes in and like wants to swoop in and be this hero for you and instead, she should just sort of take a back seat a little bit. You, you yeah, know, you can, you guys right. can, you can, you can work things out a little slowly and it doesn't have to be so. Um, I thought it was funny when he said he wanted to move back into his childhood home. And she was like, I don't want to compete with the past, which I agree with that. You want a fresh start and whatever. They they showed him on after party because um, Lindsay was there. And I think it was. She said something about how she felt heard when she read the letter on After Party. She's like, I felt heard in that moment. And and um, I hope he'll, I basically, I, I hoped he'd stop saying I was too much after he heard that letter. So it's like she wrote the letter with a with an intent. Yes. To get a reaction ex- out of him. Yes, exactly. That's that whole, like, I didn't feel truthful. It was more like wishful or what she concocted the words to exactly that, to, to make, it's like, the tragedy in all of it is that her sentiment doesn't reflect her reality. Like it's like um, it doesn't match. It's totally disconnected. I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, that's so, so true. Weird. It's, it is weird. And, um, you know, she she was just like, I forgot what she said. Oh, was said to her, you know, your tone of voice was more soft spoken. You guys listen to each other. She said she felt, uh, you know. Something about like at peace. She just said something about him being unstable again. And I just on the after party, I forget what it was now, but by, I think I was tuning out by then. But um, I just I felt like I, I everything is like you said, it's like there's she's saying things to get a certain reaction and she's exhausting. No, she I, was too just, much. I was too just going to say I'm tired. <laughs> she is too much. The, I, I'm, she makes me tired. I mean, even talking about it makes me tired. And I'll be I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're putting a bow on this episode because I'm exhausted. She's I know it's so much like I just went through a real emotional roller coaster. I know. And I got to be honest, I'm, I don't know if I want to get back on, but also is it Wednesday yet? <laughs> you know, that's how I feel. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Oh, uh, well, Damn it. no idea what's going to happen with those two either. Um, There's no fucking way they'll make it. Decision no, day. No. Like they, they, I mean, I, I cannot, I feel like that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. You know, prove me wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong literally 10 times a day and very consistently with this show. So I just don't see them saying yes. I can't imagine it. But if if they do, it's not going to be for long. But no, um, no, no. Uh, well, you guys, we are here every Thursday with your recaps. And again, please subscribe to our podcast. Please hit a five star on the Apple um, or Spotify if that's where you listen, I think there's the two places you can rate, hit a five star. And if you have the time, a quick little note helps us out and join our Patreon. If you can, 
that also helps us out. Yeah, we appreciate your support. We love this. We we're here really... for you, so you better be here for us. <laughs> we're here for you, and I gotta go grab a fresh pack. I'll <laughs> see you soon. Bye, Mayor Bear. Bye, Kuda. <laughs> <laughs>